0: Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues the second session of the two-part Holy Spirit series taught at the City of Hope Church in Manchester, Kentucky. His scripture text will be taken from John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick brought us two of six things we need to know about the Holy Spirit and six of the eight ways that we can increase the anointing of the Holy Ghost in our lives. On this broadcast, he'll teach us the other two and then pauses to ask the audience for their input, which they gave him. Then he goes on to teach us about the importance of our words, and then takes us to Hebrews chapter 7, where he tells us about two of seven words that will teach us to work in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. And now, here's Brother Rick.
1: we got to live a holy life. God's not going to bless our sloppy agape, our goopy grace. We're going to have to be holy and righteous people that He can flow through. I'm not going to use you if your vessel's full of everything in the world. I'm not going to drink out of a coffee cup with a cockroach. I'm going to pick me another cup. So will he. It's not perfection he's looking for. It's purity. Remember that. Very, very key. (laughs) It's purity. The pure in heart will see the intervention of God. Matthew 5. I want his intervening in my life. Don't you? Is heaven anybody? Next one. Live the glory of God again. I'm talking about increasing. Do your living for the glory of God. May everything you do be for the glory of God. If you wash the toilets in this church, do it to the glory of God. If you mow the yard, do it to the glory of God. If you hold a crusade, do it to the glory of God. If you teach on a Saturday morning on the Holy Ghost, do it to the glory of God. Whatever you do in work indeed, do it to the glory of God. Everything you do. And last, keep a right attitude at all times. Why? Because your attitude's like a thermostat; it determines your environment. You gotta have the right attitude. It didn't say everything go hunky-dory for you. It says you gotta keep right attitude. Joseph gets lied on, put in jail, but the Bible says he had an excellent spirit. God was with him. I've had people lie on me. You know, I've had all kinds of stuff. And sometimes you have to really work, keep right at it. Here's what I've learned. If I pray for people, I can't hate them. I've got a long list. This morning, I can tell you, I don't have an enemy in the world. That's God's answer. I don't have an enemy. Now, there's a large group that consider me their enemy. So you know what I do? I pray for them every day. I bless them every day. That's what the Bible says. And you know, right now, if they call me, I could help any of them as equal as I could. Debbie or my kids. Why? Because I don't feelings. If you said to me right now, you big jerk, get out of my face, I hate your guts, I would start forgiving you before I get to the car and I'd add you to my list and I'd pray for you till pain went away. Why? if I hold a grudge, my hands are too full to receive a blessing. If I don't keep the right attitude, it will keep me from growing in altitude. Attitude determines altitude, Don't forget that. <laughs> Listen. It ain't what happens to you in life. It's what happens in you that either qualifies you or disqualifies you for promotion. These people, they laugh. They read my name in obituary this morning. But I can lift my hand to live living God this morning and say, I don't have an enemy in this world. I don't. Ain't nobody I mad at. Ain't nobody I got a vendetta. I have been put in places where I could kill the very people Kill their influence. Kill their very existence. Many times, God's put the sword in my hand and let Saul walk into my cave. But there's nothing bad in my heart this morning. I'm teaching you to have a pure spirit this morning. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming. He said, "There's an Israelite who is no Gal." You know what the word "Gal" means? It means duplicity. Here comes a man. This period, he don't have an agenda. He don't have a secret motive. Well, I want that to be said about me. Here comes a man who doesn't have impurities in his spirit. I got to deal with that. Oh, Brother Ricky, ever had an opportunity? Oh, Jesus, yes. I can't determine what you do to me, but I can determine my attitude. Okie dokie. Anybody got any questions? Everybody get all the points? Is this happening to you? Yes. Share with me what you learned and let's just hear a couple of statements. I, I'd like to know what he's speaking to you this morning. What do you feel mostly the Lord's speaking to you? Share with me a moment. You know, I um, I was raised in a church and I was raised to love Jesus that's that's the way I was raised you know I mean you know from a very young age Um, but because of an illness that's happened recently and how God totally brought me uh, um, I mean I shouldn't have lived and not only should I not have lived but now I have 100% hearing and an ear that the eardrum blew. I mean, it, it ruptured, and I think what all of this has done for me is I always knew I loved the Lord. I don't think I knew how much He loved me. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> know uh, yeah. That's true. That's good. That's why I want to understand the Holy Spirit. I want to, I want to understand why He does for me what He does. Absolutely. I do too, and I want to work with Him. I want to work with him he's the senior partner I'm working with him (laughs) if I don't know the Holy Spirit then I'm not going to know how to work with him you know me and Deb I thank God for her she's laying down right now and I'm going to tell you why I I was still working on it was so in my spirit listen I'm teaching you in two hours what it took me three and a half months to teach (laughs) so I know I'm dumping a dump truck load on you and I told her what I was going to teach you she said you're one ambitious boy you know you're gonna to try to get that covered in two hours. I said I will, but she was up to three o'clock this morning, trying to get together. When I was dumping on her, as I tried to put three months in two hours. Three o'clock this morning, I pulled up the table and dumped a big load on her. You know, I went to sleep. She was up to three o'clock this morning, and you know what she said. I said this morning, I'm sorry, dear. I said I'm sorry that I didn't have this better reduced that you could work with it <laughs> I knew what I was going to say, I've been prepared how I many of you know this stuff didn't just jump in my head it took me hours and hours and hours to get together what I'm sharing with you this morning, but she said to me God's called me to make you look good that's what she's working on this morning 3 o'clock this morning see we know how to work together, why? because we are intimate with each other, we spend all our lives together, she knows me I know her, we finish each other's sentences That's something you just want to say no when I said before that I knew a lot of this but you've refreshed it in me and helped me to remember things the essence of what you're saying uh, I had when I was a new believer is in seeking God not to the depth right. of the cataloging as you brought it to us but over the years of being in the ministry i had credentials for many years and with an organization and religion dumbs you down it really does the system chokes the life of God out of you, if you you're did. exactly right and I thank you I mean you've just uh, rekindled a lot of things in my heart right I've been looking to rediscover for a long time yeah. thank you I think it happens you're exactly right you know we fill people's head and put out their heart you know we need a flame of the Holy Ghost to remain active while we download information need both. I'm going to close out. But I'm going to close out this morning with some statements that helped me again. You know, this is from commandments to suggestions to some things that might help me. But this right here helped me. I believe that we are constantly using words that we have no idea what they mean. And in Pentecostal circles, we use them synonymous or however they say as as if they mean the same thing or not. And what we end up doing is we end up confusing people that don't understand our experience. And so years ago, I turned to Hebrews chapter 2, as I'm encouraging you to do now. And and I began to write down some words. And I'm going to give you seven words this morning and their definition that helped me learn how to work in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. How many of you, let me just ask the question to start this. How many of you have ever been in a service where the manifestation of the Holy Spirit was really strong and somebody may have got up to give an altar call and suddenly it was just like throwing ice water and he Mm -hmm. flew away? Well, you've been in a service where you can feel the convicting power of the Holy Ghost and somebody get up and sing a song and worship. That began to bother me. And I began to realize he's easily grieved. And my problem is I don't know how to work with him. So I did this study. This is going to really help you. (laughs) Okay, so look at your name and say, listen up here. It's ready to go you." I'm going to give you seven words found in Hebrews chapter 2 and a couple other places. Uh, I'll share with you. Really help me. For an example, if I said to you right now, tell me the difference between a sign and a wonder, between a miracle and a manifestation, between a demonstration and an administration or a gift, could you define to me, if I was seeking the Holy Ghost, all those words are connected to the Holy Spirit. If I asked you those questions, could you say, This is a sign. This is a wonder. This is a miracle. This is a demonstration. This administration. This is a manifestation. And define for me what these things mean. If you can't, I'm going to help you. First of all, the word sign. The word signs. In the Greek, the word is Simeon S E M E I O N. Simeon you know what a sign means I'm going to give you some simple definitions here so we can use them and apply them it's an attention getter for the purpose of direction you know this morning I passed a sign it said Manchester next to X. now let me just bring this down to where we really live if I fascinated by the sign I'd be still standing over on the highway looking at sign <laughs> It's like Christians do that. They come across the a sign, they're like, oh, Lord. It's a sign. That's a, a sign. A sign is to get your attention and point you in a direction. If you stay fascinated by the sign, they got padded wagons and places to put you. How I many understand? It ain't the sign that we ought to be seeking, it's the, the Lord. Lord. help you now what's a wonder glad you asked in the greek is the word t-r-a-s it's t-r-a-s these are also things i want in my bible it's a miracle fixed in your memory a wonder strictly makes you wonder
0: Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.